Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 181. We're, I'm excited. We've got a great special guest. It's Cole Draper of Empower Media. Um, Cole, would you like to give the audience and viewers a quick introduction? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be on with you guys. Uh, like, like Jonathan said, I'm Kyle Draper. I am in Dallas, Texas, and I, I'm a speaker, trainer, coach, uh, CEO, I guess. So I, I do a lot of teaching and coaching inside of the real estate space, mainly directed at social media, marketing, storytelling. And, and then I own Empower Media, where, where we offer a couple different services to the, the real estate space that uh, actually complements what you guys do at Melright. Because I was, I was looking and making sure that we weren't competing on anything, because that could be awkward. And we're not. So well, it's a big market. It's a big market. Sure. I, I, have, I have regular people that are, we do kind of similar things. I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, and we've got my great co-host. So, Robert, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Well, I think, I think, I think a lot of them know who I am. But my name is Robert Newman. I am the uh, founder of Inbound REM. I want to give a shout out to uh, John today because John informed me not so long ago offline that uh, the show uh, in the seven months or eight months, whatever it's been that we've been doing it, has grown by 500%, which is wow. really a fancy way of saying that you guys, those people that are tuned in right now, have been downloading our show with an ever-increasing amount of frequency, for which, by the way, Mr. Dinwood and I, I promise you, are both incredibly grateful and humbled that you guys have decided to tune in. So thank you all. Yeah, we're getting a lot of downloads lately, which um, I'm very um, happy with. And it's just a sign that we're the content must be touching base with our audience so we appreciate that, folks. Um, if you've got any questions or comments, just either contact, well, just contact Robert. Don't contact me. Uh, Rob, there we go. Uh, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate uh, no, it. All right, Kyle. I thought, I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah. So, Kyle, we're going to go into the power of story. Let's go. When it comes to building a brand for a real estate agent or a power team and using social media to help with that storytelling. So where, where, will, where should we start with this um, journey, Carl? Yeah, I, I think it, this may sound kind of weird, but I, I think it starts with mindset. Because I think anyone that's been in this industry for a decade at least, they're probably stuck in the way they've always done business. And it's not all translating to 2019. And, and so what, what I really try to help people understand at first is from the aspect of, of storytelling, people actually care. And I, I just, I was teaching this yesterday and, and I asked everybody like, who, who puts up every once in a while, like a picture of the food you're eating? You know, like if you go on a date with your spouse, like who puts up a picture? And the majority of the room is like, oh, you know, like, no, that's terrible. Nobody can. And, and what I have to help them understand is we are surrounded by people that are nosy by nature. And, and that nosiness causes people that like me to wonder what my wife and I did on date night. And so do I want to post pictures all the time? No, I don't. I don't need the accolades. I don't need the pat on the back. 
but I post about it because people actually want to know. And, and it's a shift in mindset. Even though I don't care what your steak looked like for dinner last night, some people do. And, and we've got to be careful that we don't just fall victim to putting out what we like, but that we're putting out what people want. And, and that comes by way of story. And, and we've got to fix it up here but before we can, we can get it out there, if, if that makes sense. Well, how, did you address, how did you address that yourself? So you just, you just said right now on, on channel that, that you personally don't really want to share with people what you eat on date night with your wife. Yeah. Yet somehow you came to the decision that you had to do that. What was that little micro journey like for you? How did that happen? Man, it, yeah, micro would probably not be a great word because I feel like it's taken forever, right? Just because it's a constant evolution. Uh, I think it's just as a social media expert, I guess, I pay close attention to what I'm posting and how quickly it's getting engagement, how many comments it's getting. And, and when you pay attention, you very quickly go, holy cow, like that gets 200 likes when I do it. And that gets four. And, and the, the, hard part about, the hard part about tracking data, right, is that number one, data doesn't lie. And data doesn't always line up with my opinion. And so when I started seeing that, that a lot of the posts that maybe weren't my favorite were the ones that were actually trending, I had to go, man, like people don't just care about what I think they should. They're going to care about whatever they're going to care about. And what we do on date night, the specifics of that, like that matters to my audience. I got and, you. And does that make sense? Yeah. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, what part of your journey has been, it's been a data driven evolution. You've done some multivariate testing where you've thrown on content online. You've looked at content PSA, which maybe let's just say it's an informative article about branding. And then you've looked right. at, and I'm just, I'm just making that sure. Yeah, and then and then content piece number B, it's it's a pretty picture of you and your wife as you guys are getting ready to walk into whatever restaurant you're at, you're visiting on your on your night out, and right. then noticed wow, there's a lot of likes on that that more casual personal post. Yes, than this uh, this business post. Okay, John, I cut you off. What, what were you going to say? No, I thought you, thank you for contributing. It was fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Um, so when you when you're talking to real estate agents, you know we've just had this great example. Um, what do you see a lot of agents doing wrong when it comes to oh, building story on social media? I, well, so I, I think I think the first thing most of them do wrong is they don't understand the concept of story. Right? They all they know how to do, which is most people, is just share highlight reel moments. So it's Here's a photo from closing. Here's maybe a video uh, of, a, of an open house that I'm at or a new listing that I have. And, and then here's a picture of me and several people at a networking event. And, and it's just tippy-toeing across the highlights of their week, of their month, of their business. And, and they're never really giving people the opportunity to engage because what, what I find really interesting is when, when you ask the question, how many of you in this room have a referral-based business? The majority of real estate agents raise their hands. 
And, and then when you follow that up with what are you doing to intentionally be in front of your, your sphere, which is where you're saying all of your business comes from, most of them have no idea. They're, they're just kind of haphazardly doing things and they know that's where their business is coming from, but, but they're not able to quantify it in any way. And, and so uh, to me, that would be the biggest problem is, is that it's all real estate all the time which most people don't care about and, and they're unwilling to just be authentic and, and share their story. Um, even to some degree, it, share their pain. Right. And, and so that, that's what I find is the biggest thing is, mm-hmm. is them assuming like nobody cares that I like dogs, but that's crazy because there's millions and millions of people that are obsessed with their animals and, and that's a whole chunk of people that are also going to buy and sell houses. So what I, think, what I think you're trying to say here is that obviously they want to know that you're efficient, that you're a real estate agent, you get a result, um, you're efficient. But they also want to know about you, the person, the agent, right. what your likes, your dislikes are. Am I correct? Is that what you're trying to point out? Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I think. Now, a lot of people, and I'm one of them, finds finds a little bit of resistance because I'm not too sure that people... um, I I don't feel totally relaxed sharing everything because, you know, that could be political, that could be have a social element. It could be part of my lifestyle that maybe somebody in a certain community would not do business if they knew too much about me. Are there boundaries? Because uh, and how do you how do you show them this, but with boundaries? Or yeah. is there or is there no boundaries in? No. Your- well, I mean, so so technically, there's no boundaries, right? I can say whatever <laughs> I want, whenever I want on social media and no one can stop me. Uh, that would obviously be uh, not the greatest thing to do when, when we work in a position of sales to a lot of people. And so the, for me, there, there's really two hot button topics that I try to help people uh, avoid. And then if they don't want to avoid it, approach it from a unique perspective. And, and to me, those would be like politics and religion. And, and, and when we talk about those two things, Right there, there is a way to post that is educational and truly conversational. And then there's a way to post that, that would just be like, I hate the president or he's a moron, right? Like, like that, though that may be true to some people, probably not the greatest approach to take in that, in that situation, right? So I, I try to help people understand that, you know, the moment I am divisive in, in a statement like that, in a position of sales, I've split my audience in half. And, and I am now creating enemies, right? Because I'm choosing to be divisive in the way I'm expressing my opinion. So I think we have to be smart in, in the way that we do it. Um, for example, for me, I, I was a pastor for almost 10 years in my former life, back in my 20s. And, and so for me, I talk about God a lot. I talk about the Bible a lot but I don't do it in a way that is trying to 
uh, offend someone. I'm not doing it from like a pious place where I've got this figured out and you're a moron if you disagree with me, right? I am just simply talking through a passion of mine in a way that is completely respectable and, and honorable to the people that are on the other side. And, and so I think that's the fine line that we have to walk. And, and then Jonathan, to what you said, uh, I think, right, like, if you, like what I heard you say was that you're kind of a more private person. Well, I'm English, aren't I? So what do yeah, you so, expect? So, so for a lot of people, right, like we just don't, we don't want all of our stuff out there. Well, I know, and, Robert, I know Robert, I'm sorry to interrupt, Cole. I know Robert's okay. laughing there, but it's true, isn't it? You know, if you've been to, if you've been to Scandinavia or you've been to England, you know, I lived in Scandinavia for a year and a half. They're, they're more reserved. It doesn't mean sure. they're friendly, but they're not—they're not gonna—they're not, gonna, not American, if you understand. They're not—they're yeah. not gonna be loud or, or you know go up to a stranger and engage in conversation as easily as a lot of Americans would do. Does right. that make sense, Cole? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 my wife is very. Oh, my wife is American, so she's not. She's not just like you, but she's very reserved. Very. Um, she's, she's not completely introverted, but she's just private. She doesn't want people knowing what's going on in her life all the time. And so what I have to help people do is pick and choose your battles that you're willing to be slightly more open about, because we all have heard, you know, the, the quote, and it's been said a million times over now, but we work with people we know, like, and trust. And, and in my opinion, in order to build that trust, we have to be willing to engage people. And, and for example, for me, so I have a son who has autism and he's six years old and we don't talk about it very much because that's a private family matter that, that I'm not trying to put that out on a poster to like win people's hearts and grow my, you know, like that's not what I want to do. Well, it would be, the, it's a very difficult area, isn't it? Because you, right. you know, if you're, you know, and you come across as a decent man, Cole, right. that, that would be a little bit yucky, wouldn't it? Right. Yes. But the reason I'm saying this is I was on the phone yesterday with a, with a lender and we were on a coaching call. He'd asked me to help him with some social media. And he had mentioned that he and his wife had a few kids that had autism. And so I had that moment to, to be unprofessional to some people and go, man, my son has autism. And Oh my gosh, the moment I said that, he and I connected on a level that went beyond anything sales and marketing could ever accomplish. And because he and I have have laid on the floor in the same moment of the same day, right? Like we've been in the same foxhole together. And and this is what I think our industry doesn't get is when we take advantage of moments to truly connect to the hearts of people. They are ours forever. They will take a bullet for our business. They will be our loudest voice box. And and they will do anything in their power to help us be successful. If we've done a good job of aligning our lives with theirs. And and that's what storytelling is all about. I think you've made some fantastic points. We're going to go for our break, folks. And then we're going to come back because... I think Cole's really on to something here, but I haven't, I've, maybe like a lot of you audience, I haven't really understood fully. I know I, 
I've listened really quite intently, Cole, and I think you're really on to something. But um, how you do this, I'm still struggling a little bit. Sure. But we'll be back in a few moments, folks, and we'll be continue the discussion. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. We've had a great chat with Cole Draper. Robert's been listening, and he's going to jump in. I can feel it. You know uh, the um, signs. You see, see it on my face. Thank you, this thank so, you, folks. Um, so, so, Robert, are you? I'm. I I think Cole's really on to something, and why a lot of people in the real estate industry don't really use social media that well. But I'm also struggling, Robert. What's What's your feelings about this? Well, I've done. I, I mean, I have stronger feelings because because i've been i i don't i'm not in your business kyle but i'm in a different business i'm i'm but but i constantly as a as a value add i've been talking about branding and positioning on social media and other platforms for real estate agents some of whom have a very big microphone um the some of the people that i've i've dealt with and so i've been talking to those people so i i'm curious so, so here's what's easy. You take somebody that's got a TV show, and I've mm-hmm. got a couple clients that do. Okay. And then you tell them to they they understand the conversation of branding pretty well, and they understand the conversation of because here's how I'm interpreting your what you just said. They understand the line between talking about things they're interested in that that relate indirectly to their profession, but not crossing the line too deeply into personal space. Yeah, they know they know that. Yeah, talk to somebody who is an amateur, though somebody who is, let's say, a small broker mm-hmm. in your part of the world, such as Houston, Dallas, Texas, Delano, Plano. The list goes mm-hmm. on and on and on. Yeah. So talk talk to people in that neck of the woods, and the conversation is a hundred percent different. In my experience, they have no idea that most of those people that I speak to have never been on social media. Very little like very little exposure. Let's just put it that way. So it's a completely different conversation. So I'm curious. I, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to do a real quick little exercise. Let's say I'm small broker from um, Plano, Texas. I have never used my Facebook profile. I have one okay. and I've never, I've never really used it. I don't have an Instagram account and um, I, I don't even know what Pinterest is. And this, by the way, is mirroring a conversation Sure. That I've had recently with a broker that is that that does quite well, but this is a real honest to God profile I'm giving you. Great. So except for the city, that's that's made up. Um, so what would you say to this person? Like if they were if you were moving into an introductory conversation, you're trying to explain your services and what the impact of your services can have, how does that happen? Yeah. So I well, I, I first I, I love asking questions because I think what what I hate about people like me in our industry is, well, like not like me in our profession of helping real estate agents is we can get so pious in thinking we've got it all figured out that I just go in pitching my thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to truly identifying the pain points of the person I'm sitting across from. So 
So I ask a ton of questions. And, and so to this individual that, that I deal with a lot in Dallas, Fort Worth, sure. uh, is, just a couple, just, just, let's just mock what, it up. I just, yeah, I just, wanna... so, so my first question would be like, Robert, I, I love what, what you're doing with your, with your brokerage. What, tell me like, what, what does the person look like that you hope to attract to you? Uh, well, probably, probably my local residents and there's a residence of the surrounding, the surrounding towns, uh, which would be, uh, if I'm remembering here, it's like, I, I did give you one, it's Delano and I'd have to. Yeah, Plano, McKinney, Frisco. Right. right. So, so it's, it's Texans and small town yeah. Texans. They like their football. They like their ranches basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, that's what you get in this area. And they're mostly family, family oriented. So. I'd love to speak to them. Okay. And, and looking back, let's just say over your last six months of sales, if you were to try to pinpoint an, an average age of, of the people you've worked with up to now, mm-hmm. what, what, would, what would that look like? I would say they're probably about 45. Okay. So, average, just average. Okay. And, and, and so are you satisfied with like, do you like that demographic? Do you, would you rather than be older? Would you rather than be younger? What do you um, want to do moving forward? Well, you know, I, I feel like the audience has been drifting towards the younger side though. Over the last yeah. few years, I've noticed that, that my, the people that I seem to be dealing with are, are getting a little bit younger. So I think that I'd, I'd probably say younger though. I would like to appeal to everybody. Sure. Sure. And, and, and that's totally normal, right? We, we all naturally want to appeal to everybody because we assume that by appealing to everyone, we're naturally going to make more money. Sure. But, but in a lot of cases, that's not true. And, and so you're in a unique place because uh, a 45-year-old is kind of a tweener, right? Like they're, they're, they have a presence on Instagram, but then they also have a large presence on Facebook. And, and so if we're wanting to go younger, we need to really have a presence on both. And, and so for, for you right now, I, I know you said you have a Facebook. What does that look like? Do you have a business page? How often do you post? What does that look like for you? I think my assistant set up the business page. And, I, and since the answer is I barely even know if I have one, I don't think that we're posting anything there. So, so we, we're not currently uh, po- doing very much. I think, okay. that we, I think one of our advertising platforms uses Facebook marketing, but, but it doesn't connect. Uh, too deeply into our Facebook page. Okay, cool. We have one. Okay, no, that's great. And and then let me ask you this, Robert how How long have you lived in the the North Texas area? Uh, my whole life, man. Your whole life. Okay, and I'm not going to ask you how old you are because that's not really super relevant. But but here's he's, he's 25. 25. So so here is here here Robert is what what what's kind of unique about what I try to do is. You've literally been born and raised in this area, mm-hmm. which means whether you realize it or not, you already have touched thousands of people that, that know who you are, but you're currently not positioning yourself in front of them. Okay. And so as weird as this might sound, I, I would love to dig in a little bit more to like, what, is, what do you do with your personal page on Facebook? Because- okay. That, that should be where you have currently the most captivated opportunity for your audience. And, and that's a really easy way to, to create a shot in the arm for your business if we're not being very active there. I talk, I talk about Texas football. 
Texas football. Yeah. My now are boys, we talking? My boys, my boys are in grade school and they just got in football and we go, we, we do a lot of, we do a lot of sporting events. I love it. So, so here, here's, well, number one, that, that's a super easy outlet where we live, right? Because most of us bleed footballs. And, and so, so this is a, an easy topic. And so what, what I think is unique for, for this moment is what's not unique is the fact that you're a real estate agent and you own a brokerage, right? Everyone can throw a ball and hit the head of 10 to 12 real estate agents in, in Dallas forward. And, and so we've got to give you some differentiators. And, and so I think the easiest way based on what you're saying is what could we talk about through our Facebook platform to help people see and, and engage with Texas high school football, right? Like what could that look like for you? Sure. Uh, what could we talk about to help them engage with Texas football? I, um, you know, I don't really know. I, I mean, when, when I talk about the games, what I'm usually showing is, you know, we're, we're just, you know, we're taking pictures at the tailgate party or we're taking pictures right before we walk in. You know, once, yeah. once we're there, we're watching the game. We're not taking, we're not taking pictures anymore. So I'm not sure. really sure. So, so let me, I, I have ideas, right? I would never ask you a question that I didn't already have some ideas for in my head. Okay. And, and so uh, think about something like this. Like, let's say that, that your kids go to, you know, Plano West High School, right? What if you could reach out to the head football coach before the season starts and, and let them know you're a local business owner and, and you would love to, to do a 10-minute interview with them on Facebook Live with a preview of the season, with your anticipation for how the team's going to do. You know, how do you think that would resonate with, with your audience that you have in Plano? Right now, probably pretty well. Probably pretty well. I've yeah. got a lot of people that tune in for, and, and talk about the game. Talk about the games. Right. And, and so here's, here's the beauty of this, Robert. I think, man, we, we overthink marketing so much. And, and we don't realize that, do you, do, you, do you think that you could maybe wear a polo in that video that has the Plano West logo and your logo on the shirt? Right. Yeah. So that so that while you're creating value to your Texas high school football audience, you're also putting a billboard in there so that every time it gets shared, your logo is going out across Facebook. Right. Numerous times over. Could could that potentially benefit your business? Uh, well, I it's tough to say, but I, I, I think I see what you're saying. I think I see what you're saying. So, guys. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, this has been a great exercise and I can't yeah. tell you how much I appreciate you participating because yeah, uh, I learned a lot about from it. I hope our audience did too. It's a great opening into a consultation, trying to get down to somebody. What I would, what I would phrase is their unique selling proposition. Absolutely. You're, yeah. you're, you're using it in a more social spin, but I do agree a hundred percent about the concept of either having a dialogue with yourself or having a dialogue with a professional about trying to understand how to take the things that you're passionate about and then leverage those into, uh, there's nothing ever wrong about letting everybody know what it is that you do for a living. I certainly do in terms of SEO and being an online marketer. And I'm not necessarily pitching them. That's the beauty of, of social right. media, though. The people that have an interest in what you do that resonate with you as a person might very well reach out to you. And that's kind of how I'm perceiving your comments. If you spread that message far enough and wide enough using social platforms 
somebody somebody that knows you or, or knows somebody that knows you might right. reach out and touch base with you through a very careful implanting of a dual message. One, this is what I'm passionate about. And two, this is what I do. Or maybe they're the same thing. That's yeah. great. We're going to close up the podcast part of the show. Cole's agreed to stay on, which you'll be able to see on the MailRite YouTube channel and on the MailRite website with a full set of show notes and links. Or you can watch this live at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time um, every Tuesday. And all you have to do is go to the MailRite Facebook page. It's actually MailRite USA. Um, or just do a search in Facebook, Mel Wright, and you can watch us live and you can ask us questions. If you've got any questions, I keep a view on the Facebook page and we can put those questions to our guests. It's a laugh, isn't it, Robert? Um, Carl, how can, yes, thank you. Carl um, how do people find out more about you, your services and what you're up to? Sure. Yeah, you can go follow me. I'm Coach Kyle Draper on Facebook and Instagram. You could email me directly at kyle at kyledraper.com and uh, that'll that'll get it covered. I I don't have a massive team. So uh, if you come to me through any of those outlets, it will be directly to me and uh, I'll get back to you. And they they totally lost me audience about the football stuff. Obviously, I'm English and the soccer. <laughs> I didn't even understand the conversation, folks. There we go. Uh, uh, Robert, uh, uh, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Uh, they can always find out about me on my website, which is inboundrem.com. And we are doing lots of really cool, exciting things. I'm going to, un- unlike everybody else, I don't mind marketing myself. I'm going to shamelessly plug this feed spot, voted us the number five inbound marketing channel in the world. I'm super excited about that, about that right beneath social media examiner, Neil Patel, who is a hero of mine. So there you go. You can learn all about that on my, on my website where I'll scream from the rafters how excited I am about it. That's great. And folks, if you want to find out more about MailRite, go to the MailRite site. And if you want to find out more about our exciting platform that will get you quality leads, you can book a um, spot with me and I'll show you how MailRite works personally. And you can do that through the website. We'll be back next week where we have another great guest or another great topic which we'll be discussing, which hopefully will get you the results that you're looking for for yourself and your family through real estate in 2019. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. (laughs) 